Hey there, welcome back to Marketing Matchmaker. I am super excited about this podcast series that we have going on this quarter. It's all about really helping um, people that are struggling with their marketing. I get to dive deep into their strategy and we get to kind of on the fly, see if we can't help them figure out something to help grow their business in the next six to 12 months. So today I have Donna Ashton on with me. And Donna's actually been on this program in the past while we were talking about courses and all of that kind of stuff. And she's got something new that she's, she's launching out into the world. And so we thought we'd get on today and have a conversation about that. Welcome to the show, Donna. I'm super excited to have you. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. I can't wait to dive in. <laughs> okay, so let's first tell the audience a little bit about who you are, what you do, who you serve, and kind of what you you have going now. Yeah, so I'm Donna Ashton with Work Less, Make More, and I'm really helping people take their like mostly one-to-one -one hours for dollars business and create less of them in it, right? Like trying to help them pull themselves out of their business, work less hours, but still maintain the revenue or grow the revenue. Um, just a whole lot simpler and easier working less and making more. And so for the last seven years, eight years, I've been teaching online courses and helping people and doing done for you courses and using that model, which is a, like a leveraged model and I still am doing that, but now I am like taking the crazy businesses that people, because people are like, I love to do a course, but I don't even have time to fit that into my schedule. So I'm feeling like, okay, so this is my place to kind of come in and look at the front end of their business, simplify it down and say, how can we gain you some, a little bit of time so that we can start moving you to more leverage model, but it's not just as easy as like, okay, let's just create a course when you don't even have time to like have a bathroom break in between your clients. So <laughs> I feel that some days. Yeah. So I am, I am moving into the four day weekends, which is my new brand. And I have what's called the weekender club, which is a collective um, membership where you come in and slowly, because this is something that you can't usually just fire all your clients and go, great, now I've got Mondays and Fridays off. <laughs> you know, it takes a little while to kind of shave away and kind of work away at all of those things. So to organize and simplify. So this is a year long program that people are signing up for to come in and get the help with the strategy and the mindset. So it is sort of a new business that I'm launching or that I'm right. into because I'm still have the done for you courses kind of over here in the background, but this is something new and the target audience is a little bit different than what I've been doing before. It's like, Hey, you want a course, Do you want to have some passive income or some leverage stuff. Now it's the audience is a little bit shifted into a super busy. It's, it's similar, but these ones are like, I don't have any time. I'm full. My practice is full. My coaching thing is full. So my audience has shifted a little bit. So, you know, the, the list that I've built up over the last years is sort of not all the, maybe the right people. There's some, right. but I think, you know, I, I need to start, I'm saying things now that are different than yep. what I was saying before. So suddenly it's like, it is like really launching a brand new business. That's what it's felt like to me. It's like putting it all together, figuring it out and then launching it out. I'm like, here I am. And then it's like, yeah, here you are. 
Okay, let's start with really drilling into your ideal client, right? Because that's that's where we, in any business, that's where we have to start. Um, and, and I know you do this for your own clients when it comes to creating a course, right? We drill into, sometimes it helps to have that conversation with people that are not you, right? Yes, I've had a very hard time with this. And yeah, it's like, hey, I do this for my clients, but it's really hard to do it for ourselves. And because... Um, I have so many different people who have come to work with me that it, I was like, it's going to be coaches and consultants, but that's really not who's been coming to me. It's been a lot of professionals, weirdly, not weirdly, but like financial advisors, realtors, yeah. chiropractors, therapists. So a lot of the professionals, lawyers, doctors, there have been coaches and consult, you know, consultants like mindset coaches, whatever. Right. So it's like this weird, you know, that's a really broad. So I don't even. I'm like entrepreneurs, you know, which is ridiculous. And even you know, saying coaches and cons uh, consultants and professionals is so huge. It is. This is one of the issues that I'm having, and I've been really, it's like weirdly in the last week trying to really dial it in. Like, who are these people? And I have come to realize that it is the people who are still working in a one-to-one -one setting. Right. So that's to me still feels like it's very large, it but I feel like large. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer to all of that. And it's like, um, you know, they have to be, because I'm like, I don't need a company that has 70 employees or whatever. Right. Like I'm working more with a very like solopreneur. Solopreneur who has a small team, right? Maybe they have a virtual assistant and a website designer, you know, maybe there's a couple, maybe they do have one person. Cause a lot of them I have worked with are also like website designers or a social media person. They're all service-based. They're all service-based, but to me, service-based does still seem very mm -hmm. large. I'm saying service-based entrepreneurs, but what does that mean? Like that, is it a plumber? I mean, you know, it could be like, I don't know. It, it just still. But what if we, great. instead of focusing on the job title, what if we focus on what they're struggling with? Right. And that's kind of where I've been. Like it has to be their overbooked. They have no more time on their schedule and they want to scale their business. When I think, what is it that they want to do? They want to keep going, but they're like, where am I going to fit these people? I'm already maxed out or I, I'm like, I'm two people away from being maxed out, right? I think that that's sort of a big red flag that all my people need to have is that they are at that place where they're like, I'm tired already, <laughs> right? I'm exhausted, I... I'm burning out. And how am I going to grow my business? You know, I don't I... even know what to do. I don't know how, I want to add more. I want to make more money, but where am I going to, how am I going to do it? Yeah, where am I going to find the bandwidth to to right? Because they're project based, they're doing the done for you stuff, or they're doing the like they've got thirty co coaching clients, or right? Thirty five um patients as a therapist or whatever, and they're like, I don't, I'm working Monday on Sunday mornings or Saturday mornings or late night, like seven o'clock at night just to get my clients in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if we're talking about um the program that you have that you've developed yep. in the end what do they get like what's well, the it's four day weekends is sort of the ultimate goal but like right? even if it's three day weekends it's more time off so if they're coming to me working six days a week you know then i then like like okay great well then the first goal is like five days a week then it's four days a week like i'm gonna try to take them down in their time 
it is about, it's not so much about growing the business though it is, but the main thing that I'm focusing on is like how to get them to work less yeah. and have more free time in their business. Then, okay. Yes. If they move into like creating a course or having a group coaching program, then we're talking about leveraging their income. So there's a little bit of that, but I think that comes on the back end of what they're doing. Like they first need to address all of this, but it's about time really. That's the main thing is they're like, I, I don't know. To me, that's the main thing to them. I think they're talking about scaling their business and they want to do that. Maybe that's where I'm a little bit off in the. In yeah. The I mean, I think, I think both are, both are feasible, right? Those that, those that don't have enough time, they, they still want to scale and they don't have enough time to do that. Right. That being said, I think we need to be really clear in the messaging of what your program's actually going to offer them, whether that's, creating more time in their day so that yep. they have the opportunity to scale yep. or, you know, is it creating more time in their life so they can have a life that's it's not both. in the business. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think, and while it can be both, I think we need to focus on what they want, right? Yeah. Because in the end, we have to sell them what they want to give them what they need, right? right. We know they need more time in their life. Yes. That they really want. Well, when I say four day weekends, they're like, I'm all with that. Like, I right. feel like the four day weekends is really resonating. And I feel like I, I talk a lot about like, what have you, what are your passions that you don't even have time to do anymore? So I yeah. think it's a lot more about the time out of their business, like pulling yeah. them out of their business and like not having to be the one that does everything, you know, all the time. Like, how can we start to bring you back, right? How can we start to remove you from your business so that you can garden, go surfing, write right. a book, like do some of those travel, like do some of the passions and creativity things. Cause that's part of what I'm doing in the weekender club too, is like, what are those old things that you have been putting off? Learn to play the piano, whatever. I don't care. Learn to cook dance I don't care right and some people are like I don't even remember so it's like that's a problem and we want to yeah. I want them to have because having that creativity will help them in their business right yes. they'll be able to get the ideas and while they're flowing over here dancing the salsa whatever like that's when we get the ideas when we're on vacation right that's yeah. when we come up with those really super new things and I want that for them I want to have I want so them to have Four day weekends are <laughs> what, they, whatever they choose right are they really looking to scale right now like are they so overwhelmed that the idea of scaling is not even feasible to them like is that yeah. really what they want or is it more time because if it's more time in their day in their life being able to enjoy their life yeah i think, think that it's more of that but i think there's also that piece of they're looking at their business going how do I keep going with this? This is not sustainable the way I've said right. it. Right. And I think that's what you focus on, right? Because yeah. scaling sometimes means for a lot of people means adding more work. Mm -hmm. And so if you're, if you're actually targeting those people who are overwhelmed with what they've already got on their plate, the thought of adding more to their plate could send them in the opposite direction. Right. So if we focus more on, yeah, I really want those who are like, I don't know what to do. Like I can't yeah. even do this another week. Help me. 
Yeah. If we're focusing on the people who already make enough in their business, but they're so overwhelmed yes. by that's everything. true. That's why they're very successful. They're too successful. Like have a waiting list of clients, maybe. Like yeah. I don't know what to do with this, right? Yeah. And I think that's I think that's the messaging we drill down into. Because yes. quite honestly, if you talk to me about like when I'm at that tipping point in my business, because I think we all get there at some point that you're like, oh my God, one more thing on my plate and I'm just I'm, I'm out. Like, yeah, I'm, out. I'm running out. to the Bahamas and never coming back. Yeah. <laughs> but if we talk to them then about scaling, they're going to be yeah, like, I'm, I'm tapping right. out. Yes. So if we focus really on adding that time back into their life so they can do their passions. Yeah. We all have them, right? We all have, or see their children or their, their yeah, spend time or, with their family, right? Or their, or their best their parents, friend right? or whatever that might yes. be. <laughs> Um, I think that's the messaging that will really resonate more with the four day weekend. And then by the end, if they get to scale, yay. yes, right down the line, it's like, okay, now I have Fridays off. So now I'm thinking, how can I move into a more leveraged model and how can I, you know, think about doing a group or a course or, you know, taking a month off or whatever, right? It's yeah. Like, you're right. It's like a process and you can't go from here to here. Yeah. We've got to, I call it stop the bleeding. We need to stop the bleeding first. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's for some of them, that's exactly what they're doing. They're bleeding. They're just their, their passion for their business, right? If we drill into yeah. the fact that at one point that. they were passionate about their business yeah. and now it's becoming a soul sucking journey. Yeah. They're burnt out. They're like, Oh my God, do I even want to keep doing this? I used to like it and now it sucks and it's sucking that's the life of me. Like you said. Yeah. <laughs> I think that can really help them to, to connect with your message. Mm -hmm. So I think if we, if we move away from the, and I think professionals may be too broad of like a term and yes, I also think that's something you can narrow down into as you go along, right. As you start seeing more and more of the people who actually show up it's yeah, I'd love to say therapists who are overbooked, but I feel like I'm not really quite ready to do that yet. Or, you know, yeah. I, don't want to, I don't want to turn everybody off because I feel like there's still all these other people I could help. So, but I don't want to also be so general that it's like. Yeah, I think if we, we focus though on that business owner who right now is stressed out, overwhelmed, overbooked, working 80 hours a week just to keep up. They don't get to see their family. They don't get to see their friends. You know, they have to cancel every thing that comes about, right? They get invited to that party or whatever. And they're like, uh, no. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, can't see my friends, can't go for coffee, can't do anything yeah, much because I'm next call. I got to go. Try to right? find time to use the bathroom and get back for the next one, right? Absolutely. So I definitely think if we focus in on that, that'll be clarifying the message enough that just saying professionals will, because we really want them to re resonate with it, right? Like it's the message yeah. itself that they need to resonate with, not necessarily the title of their business. Titles. I think that's where I've been, I've been getting a little, I don't know what to say. I mean, business owners will work. Yeah. work and that's kind of what I've been saying but it does feel like and I've been trying to go you know a little bit more but um yeah I think okay. if you start there and then as you're going along with this messaging and starting to fill your you know four-day weekend club 
yeah. as you as you start to fill that, you'll start to get a better idea of who it is that really needs right and who I can uh, best help, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, because there does there is a huge difference between um maybe what a chiropractor needs and what a therapist needs or what a business yeah. coach needs and what yes. you know a financial advisor exactly. needs. So it may end up being you have different tracks for different people. I know because I it's not just like here's what you do because it really just depends. So I have to do a little bit more. It's too new for me to say, oh, I don't want to deal with like I know therapists, there's a little bit different thing because they're bound by certain Rule. regulations right. and rules and the doctor, that kind of thing is so our financial advisors. I so mean financial advisors. So with certain things. So there's a yeah, it's a little bit different of a um a thing versus just like someone who's doing social media or doing someone's website or doing being a coach and a consultant or they kind of have their own there's no rules per se right they right whatever. they have a little more flexibility in that yes, they do and so that might be because i'm i'm assuming are these groups programs or are these individual one-on-one -on -one kind of thing well i i mean i have been doing individual but now i'm putting it in i'm putting them into a group so yeah they're all starting with like a 30-day sprint which is like, okay, let's address, it's the stop the bleeding sprint. Right. Okay, how can we gain you just a few hours in your yeah. week so that you have time to like think, <laughs> breathe and relax and eat or whatever, right? So, but yes, and again, until I get them all together and kind of see how it flows, then um, I'll have to see what tweaks I'll need to make inside, you know, like you said, maybe there's more of a professional track or maybe I'm like, I can't help those people because they're just too... I don't think that's the case because I've already helped them, but I feel like it's just like there may be some little nuances and we do have like live calls with me so that they can come and ask questions, specific questions, so that I, I'm keeping that as part of it so that I can help, you know, and, and also yeah. see what they still need that I can put into the, into the, you know, I'm recording modules and things in there for them, but then what else do I need to add? Or like you said, maybe this is for the professional track like go here and listen right. to this or this is you know which is cool I mean I think that would be fun to kind of have a couple different if you're coaching and consulting if you've got this you know down the line if I have enough of that then I can kind of give some little yeah you can start it. dividing them out into the into different groups too along the way could, yeah. like if you're having a group coaching co-working kind of thing or yes, I like that put them together so that they yeah. can work, work things yeah out because I think those it. types of masterminds tend to help too when, yeah. when people they're all in the same industry. what are you doing what are you doing exactly, <laughs> right? or, exactly. So it, and it kind of feels like there's some symmetry across their their industry exactly so it can definitely um help with with that when we're when we're sending them down that path um, I think it's really just drilling into more of having a really clear message about yes. what you help them with for yeah. right now. I think so too. There's been this little, you know, cause I'm like, uh, you know, what am I doing here? <laughs> I get that, right. Like when we start, when we throw out a new product or service, you know, or we decide to pivot our business cause it's kind of what you're doing while you still have the, the course creation over there, you're yeah. really pivoting your business into yeah. a new direction. So a little so. bit different people, a little bit different direction. I'm doing things that I haven't really talked that much about. So I like, I can talk about courses till the cows come home, you know, like I know exactly what to say and how to say it, but that's from years of refining and working through all the nuances. And, and so it's sort of the same thing. I just have to kind of start going and then 
that is kind of what I've been doing. I keep getting better and better and better and better listening to what they're saying and then what they're responding to. So, yeah. Yeah. I think really sitting down and, and creating, have you done this yet? The, the pain point list, like just creating a list of all of their struggles. Yep. Um, I've done a lot over the last eight months, you know, to kind of go, what do they really want? And of course I'm listening to them tell me on my like, you know, sales calls or whatever. Right. I'm and I'm writing all that down, like, and it's the same thing over it's, you know, and it is sort of in it, but it's great because I'm getting all of that. So I just have to stick to that. And, um, and just, I, you know, now it's like, okay, how do I reach more of these people? So with that, right. Really reality is, is, you know, how to create a course, you know, how to create a training. So that would be the way to do it. Create a webinar or a masterclass or something along those lines. It's not like you have to start running ads to it or have this long, extensive funnel right now. You can simply go on LinkedIn, throw it up there as an event and invite everyone you know and have them invite everyone they know. Yeah. And then you can do the same on Facebook, right? Invite, just put your LinkedIn, yeah. whatever event on Facebook. Start yeah. start using your community. I haven't used that. I did a little masterclass last week for the first time in like a year. And I just did it to my list. It was sort of like, let me just practice. And I, I mean, there was a little social media and stuff and it went, it was like 30 minutes. It went really well. I got two sales calls out of it and two clients out of it. So I know like speaking is good for me and I do ah. well with speaking. So I love the idea though, of doing like the LinkedIn event or the Facebook event, which I always forget about using. Yeah. I mean, I think if you because you're just kind of getting started. So obviously you're not ready for huge funnels and ads and all of that kind of stuff, but this is a quick way to get them in the door by using your community, right? Like you already yeah. have a following on Facebook. You already have a following on LinkedIn and you're offering them a free training. And, yeah. you know, depending on how many people show up and how many sales calls you get, you may be able to fill up a bunch. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping and doing these. And again, I have to keep in mind, I'm like, it's 30 minutes because I know your time is at a premium and I did it right. at noon. So it's like, you got to eat sometime. So like, it's I'm trying to do it around lunchtime. It's like, Hey, just come and listen. And, you know, maybe I can exactly. get it even faster, but it's like, okay, great. I just talk about, you know, these four keys to four day weekends. I go in, I give them some practical things and then I'm just, you know, my call to action is just like, like, let's hop on a quick 15 minute or 20 minute chat yeah. and I'll see how I can help you, whether it's, you know, through one-to-one -one or because still a few one-to-one -one spots to fill or the weekend or club. So that's what I did last week. And I felt great with it. I'm really, I'm not trying to toot my horn, but I'm a good speaker and I'm good bringing the information yeah. out. I've done hundreds and I'm not kidding, hundreds of webinars over the years. So I'm really good on the fly. I literally have my little, my outline, I go to it. So I love this idea of maybe just doing like a weekly or bi-weekly, like one over on Facebook, one over on LinkedIn, whatever. And then just, it's can be the I same would honestly thing. just cross promote it. Like make the, the LinkedIn, cause I know LinkedIn has um, a better connection route right now than Facebook does. Cause it can connect to your CRM and like calendar and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so oh, okay. you set they it don't up even, on LinkedIn. Like, don't put them to like a Kartra page, like opt-in page. You can. can, they, can do it from like you can, you can do, I would I do it mean, either way. Either way is fine. Way. I would do it on LinkedIn. Well, just, just the easiest way, right? The quickest way for people. Yep. So I don't Whatever's know what the that easiest means. way for, for you to do that. 
Um, and then just share the LinkedIn link on Facebook, all over Facebook. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm doing this event. Here's the link to sign up. Or if you do a cartridge page, just, you know, sign up here and just let them know, just cross promote everywhere. Um, and that'll help really get people in the door. Yeah. I like that idea. And it just feels like, and I'm not trying to get 300 people, you know, eight people or something. It's great. That's what we had last week. I think there was like eight people that showed up and I was like, great, this is perfect. Cause I could answer a few questions. It felt very intimate. And then boom, I had two people book right on the call. And I will, will exactly. And I will also let you keep in mind that, um, when you are doing it to a cold audience, which throwing it out to LinkedIn and to Facebook is going to be more of a cold audience than your email list is because these people already know like yeah. each other. So True. the show up rate, I would cons- I would encourage you to have some kind of email sequence to remind them to show up, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I already have that built in to Kartra yeah. so I can just... Yeah. Like, Hey, it's coming up. Hey, here's what we're going to learn. Hey, in the meantime, you can listen to my four day weekends podcast or whatever. Right. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Those kind of things will help. But I think if I'm going to do it over there, you really only need what, like five days, like how far out would you do it? Yeah. I would suggest no more than seven days. I'd say five to seven days is a good, good timeframe when you're, when you're directly inviting people. And I'd also go out to your friends and, you know, the people, you know, and see if they're willing to post on their pages and on their, um, in their email list or whatever, that affiliate type of marketing where you're just using other people's audiences can really help you to generate more leads, which in the long run is what we're looking for. And I do have my four day weekends. Um, well, my brain just went <laughs> my little lead magnet that I yeah. was doing. It's like a little map. The map to four day weekend. Sorry, my brain just like was like, I'm, yeah. all, I'm saying four day weekend so much. I have that, you know, I haven't really been doing, um, I, I, it's been a couple iterations of that. And then, right. it's, you know, have it on my website and I have it here and there. I talk about it on my podcast a little bit. And when I'm on other people's podcasts, you know, I'm not getting a ton of traction with that. Um, so I don't know if maybe, I'm just not out there enough or just, yeah, I, mean, I, slow. I know it's slower. part of the problem with a lead magnet, trying to do a lead magnet like that organically where they're downloading it. If you're just posting it on your social media or you're just, you're not directly inviting people. Like that's, that's the thing about this event is that you're going to be directly inviting everyone, you know, whereas a lead right. magnet, it's whether or not they see it in your feed, right? Like right, they, right we don't control the algorithm at all. So it's all about whether or not they they show up in your feed. Um, So a lead magnet is fabulous and you definitely should have it and have it on your podcast and your podcast gets a lot of downloads. They can use it on that. Um, It's also a great way to bring in leads through ads and that kind of thing. I just don't personally think just a, a lead magnet like that is a great option for, um, just organic posting. I think it needs to live, be a little more direct. So. Okay. So it's harder to cold traffic. You're saying basically it's harder to cold traffic when it comes to, yeah, which is obvious. Yeah. When it comes to just a general so as a call to action at my podcast, that would be a good yes. place. Yes. That's they a at least listen to the one podcast or right? something. Right. 
<laughs> that would be a great place to put it. And then in your, all of your show notes and all of that kind of stuff. Um, it also yeah. helps for you to determine whether people are listening and doing what you say. Right? Yeah. Like come to the thing. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. I know that's the thing. It's like, sometimes I'm inviting them to something else, but I think it would be nice to just keep them coming to the one thing. And that way, no matter when they come, the thing is there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's always great to have a lead magnet that's on your podcast. That's separate from what you do for the general, for everybody else, because it allows your podcast to really have, you know, they're coming from there, right? So you oh, know that all of the leads are coming in for your podcast. So you can kind of get some data about how your podcast is doing overall. Yeah, because it is hard to go, well, I don't know. Right? I, am. I mean, my podcast is definitely building. There's not like millions of downloads, but I'm definitely seeing, you know, that there's been, you know, just even over the last six months, it's definitely every month it's going up. So I'm like, great. Now, now what? Know, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But giving them that opportunity to download something from you, from your podcast, also gives you the opportunity to continue to nurture them and warm them up and maybe move them through your funnel. So, right. um, so podcasts are fabulous ways to really warm people up. However, we want to make sure that we're really um, focused on, on what we're doing. Is that Would you use the same one if I'm on a guest for other people's podcasts or would you use something I, separate? Um, or it could be... It could be both. It could be like podcast traffic, right? Exactly. Regardless. <laughs> General podcast traffic so that you know. If you really want to track by different um, places. Yeah, I could make one to, a special exactly. link. Exactly. Just make a special link so that you know where they're coming from. Right. That would be great because then it's still, I'm talking about it on there. And then there's like, oh yeah, you can go get it. If you want more, like you can go to the map or you can go to, I used to have a quiz with my course stuff, but I haven't come up with a quiz I know quizzes are good. And I was like, I could do a quiz. Like, what is it going to take to stop the bleeding? Like I could do, I could just name it something different. Like it's kind of what I'm already doing, but it, instead of calling it the map to four day weekends, like I didn't know with this, do I go with a positive, you know, or do I go with the stop the bleeding? You're really overwhelmed. Exactly. Maybe it's just trying both of them and see which one gets it. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's what you're doing right now is testing. It's a testing, a lot of the messaging. You're kind of going out there with this whole new platform. So it's a lot of, of testing. You just want to make sure that you're actually tracking the testing, right? So if you create yeah. one that's specific for your podcast versus what's specific for your general audience that you bring in or for other people's podcasts, you just want to dial in your messaging. And that's really what you do over the next like three months. Um, yeah. I'm not a good tracker. So I would have to be like, okay, let me make up. probably making up separate ones will really help me. Cause otherwise I'll be like, I don't know where all this is. And I'm absolutely, absolutely. I'm always it's like looking to the next thing. I never turn around and go, yeah, but what's going on over here? <laughs> okay. I say this in almost every episode, especially in these strategy sessions, the most important thing about your marketing is your data. If you're not looking at your data, you don't know what's working and what's not. So, um, if you don't go back and look, you're just making assumptions and those are going to end up biting you in the butt in the later, later on. So creating some kind of tracking, even if it's just yeah. once a month, I'm going to look at where things are at so that you're, you understand what's working in your business in the long run. Otherwise we're just guessing. Yeah. I think that's the thing too. I have someone who's been starting to kind of put this together for me. So that's, 
good. And I'm like, oh yeah, let me, let me go look at the tracking she's put together. <laughs> <laughs> put it on your calendar. I know you're great about calendaring. Like once a month. Yeah, that's you know, a good idea. Like end of the month, it's like, okay, let's see. How did we do compared to the last two months? Or let's see what's happening or, you know, okay. Yeah. I did the webinar. So a lot of, there's a little more traffic or like, let's look and see what happens. And yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. A tracking day. All righty, my friend. I think I've I've filled your brain with some to do. You have. This is great. I mean, it was like okay. It's like I had it all out here, but then it's like now you've brought it together, and go okay. Just do this, do this, and do this, which is really helpful. Thank you. Fantastic. So I am so glad today was helpful for you and to my audience. I hope this is also helpful to you to see where people are at in their marketing and maybe how you can streamline your own. If you are interested in being on an episode of Marketing Matchmaker to have your own strategy session, head over to yourmarketingmatchmaker.com and fill out the application and I will be happy to have you on the show. Donna, it was great to talk to you today and you let me know if there's anything you need. Okay, thank you so much, Jennifer, it was great. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Matchmaker podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear your feedback please head over to Apple iTunes and leave a review so we can hear from you. And if you are a coach, consultant, or online course creator who are looking to grow your business, increase your income, and scale your impact, connect with me at yourmarketingmatchmaker.com. I look forward to hearing from you.